Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode was brought to you by Cleobella. You guys, Cleobella just launched their first fall collection, and I am obviously obsessed with everything. I love this brand so much. I know you've heard me talk about them before. They are hands down one of my favorite ethical brands out there right now. And you might know that I even did a little collaboration with Scar with them last year, which turned out super cute. Okay, back to their fall collection. We're talking fall-inspired florals, deep burgundy and black dresses and blouses, basically everything that will be your new go-tos of the season. Just going to call out a few of my favorite things if anyone is looking for an extra dose of inspiration. The Kira Mini dress, great shape, so flattering on so many body types. I obviously love the Celeste Midi and could wear white all year long. I love it so much. The Willow ankle dress is so amazingly beautiful and that deep red, it is perfect for fall. These seriously are such good transitional pieces to take with you from one season to the next, especially out here in LA or warmer clients where you can get by with floral for a little longer than some other chillier places. The designs, though, are timeless, and you'll find yourself going back to them year after year. For anyone with little girls who like to match their mom, like Scar and myself, they have the cutest little dresses you guys are going to love. And like I've said, they really are a great brand to support. Cleobella takes sustainability and ethical practices really seriously. It's at the core of who they are as a brand, deeply rooted in partnerships with independent artisans around the world. Their designs are ethically handmade while preserving traditional heritage techniques. When you shop on their website, cleobella.com, you can choose 1% of your purchase to be donated towards global education, the planet, and charities that empower young women. Shop the new fall collection. I promise you guys are going to love it. You guys are going to get 20% off with code LIPSTICK. So visit cleobella.com, that's C-L-E-O-B-E-L-L-A.com slash lipstick to see what's new as well as some of my favorites. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Amisha Gormley. We're two girls obsessed with one thing, beauty. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We're calling on our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. With a drink in hand. Definitely with a drink in hand. (laughs) You're listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims. You know how much... I've always wanted to do the whole herb thing. Mm-hmm. Ashwanga, mm-hmm. maca, valerian. And I'm always overwhelmed. I like the sound of it, but then I get scared. And then a really good friend of ours, Alicia White, said, you have to meet this doctor. He is, really, he's known for Lyme, but he has a new book coming out called Cellular Wellness. And he is the guru in all things cellular wellness and herbs. He's the medical director for Vital Plan. He has written numerous books, Suffered Long Enough, Unlocking Lyme, his newest book, Cellular Wellness Solution. I'm so excited to have you here, Dr. Bill Rawls, because We want to know what cellular wellness is. We want to know how we can improve it. And we really, more importantly, we want to learn about the power of herbs because it's trending and it's, I know that sounds weird, but like you're seeing it in everything. You're seeing it in all different kinds of products and supplements. And, you know, I have found your journey fascinating. He was diagnosed in his mid forties with fibromyalgia, which we were actually talking about the today mm-hmm. because uh, my assistant has it, and my daughter both have fibro. Yeah. Have been both have been diagnosed with fibromyalgia. My daughter went to the Mayo Clinic for a week. You know, kind of has constantly had health issues, and we've talked about this. And my assistant, same thing. She uh, she was diagnosed about four years ago, and fibromyalgia. Until recently, people have kind of thought it to be 
not real. Not, I mean, not, not Well, it's not the same real, thing, fibromyalgia, yeah. Lyme yeah. disease. Lyme so disease. that's why we wanted to have you on to kind of unlock all like kind of the, also the truths. What, what is a yeah. myth? What is fiction? Right. What is, and um, we kind of also want to know, like, how did you get into this part of the medical field? Yeah, to, pure, purely by accident. It was unexpected. Medicine was in my family. I, I used to go on house calls with my grandfather and my father practiced medicine. I went into it, went into OBGYN just because it was a lot, it was, it was wellness. It was just really exciting bringing life into the world. But I practiced in a small town and my thing is coastal North Carolina. Uh, I like being right by the beach. So I went to a little town by the, by the coast and the downside of OBGYN is the night call. And for 15 or 20 years, I was on call every second to third night. And I was just one of those kind of people that if I had somebody in labor or in the hospital, I just didn't sleep. So I was like sleep deprived for 15 or 20 years stress coming out every angle, didn't take the time to eat well, everything, and just crashed in my late 40s and ended up with that diagnosis of fibromyalgia, which is discounted just because that's just a label they put on a collection of symptoms that people have, and they don't really, the conventional medical system really doesn't understand what it is. So it's like, okay, we don't have anything to fix it, but we have to call it something because we need a code. Really, that's what it's all about. We want to get reimbursed, so let's get a code so we can uh, diagnose, so we can uh, get paid for this thing. That's a frustrating diagnosis for anybody um, because all you get is treatment of symptoms. So I, like a lot of people with fibromyalgia, ultimately found out I was harboring microbes of Lyme disease and so I gravitated toward a diagnosis of chronic Lyme disease, took antibiotics, all of those kinds of things that did nothing for me and came to find out that the conventional medical system doesn't even recognize the diagnosis. Is of that chronic not crazy? They crazy. do not recognize crazy. Lyme disease. I, I mean, two of my best girlfriends have Lyme yeah. disease. And ultimately turned to alternative therapies, stopped doing the OB call, cleaned up my diet, cleaned up my whole lifestyle. And all those things helped some, but not that much. And it wasn't until I turned to herbal therapy and really embraced it intensely that I got my life back. And it took about five years, hard work, but I was learning and figuring it out. And where it carried me was a place that was completely different than where I started in medical school. And it caused me to think about that continuum between wellness and illness completely different. And I stopped chasing a diagnosis. In fact, I don't really use that concept of diagnosis like a lot of physicians do and started asking that question, why was I ill? What was going on? What was driving that? And microbes were part of it, but that wasn't it. So I you know, started looking at things uh, my diet, all of those things that contribute, toxins in my environment, mold in my environment, all of these things. And as I pared them down and took the herbs, and it would it took me years to really understand why the herbs were working. And once I did that, I really came to a different place than, than most people are with traditional herbalism. And it's been quite a journey, very exciting. Wouldn't trade it for anything, even with all the misery. It's taken me to a pretty cool place. All right. So for all of our listeners, including me and Mary Alice, explain exactly what cellular wellness is. Yeah. Yeah. We don't think about us that way, do we? You know, we think about the body as a whole, but we are all complex collections of living cells. We have over 200 types of cells within the body. And anything that happens inside your body is due to cells. All of the hormones and neurotransmitters and all these things we hear about, what that is is cellular communication. It's the cellular internet. So for cells to work together to make our body work as a unit, they have to all talk to one another. So that's what hormones are and neurotransmitters and all of these signaling agents in our body, that cells communicate. So 
if all your cells are functioning optimally, you'll feel great. That's what wellness is, is when cells are functioning like they're supposed to. If you have a symptom of any kind, that is a reflection of cells stressed in your body. So, for example, if you throw a clot, block off a coronary artery to your heart, you've inhibited blood flow to cells of the heart, so those cells are stressed. And if you don't get that blood flow back going again, they die. So when cells are stressed, we feel it. Cells, When cells are injured or stressed in some way, they release substances that activate nerves, tell our brain something is going wrong. You know, you got alert central control, but also they lose their function. So any symptom you have, you have the discomfort associated with the symptom, but also the loss of cellular dysfunction. So when you start looking at symptoms as cellular stress or cellular dysfunction, that really puts you on a different playing field mm -hmm. of thinking about illness. So whether you're talking about fibromyalgia or just skin health, mm -hmm. cellular function, cellular health is so remarkably important. But when you look at something like fibromyalgia, you're talking about this wide range of symptoms, muscular pain, brain fog, uh, fatigue, Just it just goes on and on. But all those symptoms are basically the same as what you would find in chronic Lyme disease, pretty close match to chronic fatigue. Most people with most autoimmune illnesses have most of these symptoms. And you start asking that question, looking at it from the point of view of cellular health and recognize that there's stress, cell stress throughout the body. Instead of asking that question, what drug do we take to get rid of the symptom? We start looking and asking the question, what's driving the stress and how do we reduce or minimize or eliminate that stress so cells can recover? Clinique, it's just iconic. There's no simpler way to say it. When I was coming up in the 90s, oh, seems weird even saying that, but God, I love the 90s and the 80s. It was really the peak of chic. The thing everyone turned to, I remember Clinique was always the first counter I would see at all the department stores, and I have such fond memories from those times. I truly love all their products, but we're going to talk about two new ones in particular today, because if you have dark spots, people, it can often feel like a vicious cycle. And as soon as one fades, another one pops up. You guys have to break the cycle with Clinique Even Better Clinical Dark Spot Interrupter. It's a long name, but it's a powerful serum that works on melanin-rich to fair skin and helps visibly correct dark spots, such as acne marks, while protecting from future discoloration. I've definitely really struggled over the years in my life with adult acne, with cystic acne, with every type of acne, and also just uneven skincare. The other thing I'm really loving at the moment is their even better clinical serum foundation, which is oil-free and just helps you look like a better version of yourself. And isn't that what we're always looking to achieve? It's that perfect no makeup makeup, the thing to grab and put on the go to give you some natural coverage because no one wants to see you wearing your foundation. It is SPF, so I view it almost like my tinted sunscreen. I can run around, it lasts for 24 hours and has this beautiful matte satin finish. Comes in great colors and it really does make the skin look more radiant and helps with acne marks too. I also love the bottle it comes in. It's really chic, it's kind of like an egg shape. I love the cap and the pump and you can carry it on you and you don't have to feel or get worried about it spilling. And it's recyclable too. Get even better clinical dark spot interrupter today, available at clinique.com. Hello, beautiful people. It's Renee Blewett, and I am your host for the She Did That podcast. Have you ever wondered how your favorite women founders are building these beautiful brands and legacies? Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, already on your journey, or just someone who wants to learn from the best to ever do it, this is the podcast for you. Every week, I'll introduce you to powerhouse entrepreneurs, creatives, and innovators who are carving their own paths with love, resilience, and bold ambitions. Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss a thing. Can you explain what microbes are? 
Ah, microbes. I'm sure everybody's heard that word. Microorganisms, short for microorganisms. So it's uh, microbes are getting a lot of attention past several years with COVID and monkeypox and all of this sort of thing. So microorganisms are microscopic things that can affect our body in some way. And microbes are basically everywhere. So everybody knows about bacteria and we can get bacteria uh, infections, but we also have a lot of bacteria that live inside of us in our gut and on our skin. Viruses. Viruses technically aren't defined as living, but they still act like other microbes in how they infect. Mm -hmm. And when you get really deep into the science, you realize there's a there's a lot of commonality between bacteria and viruses. Mm-hmm. Protozoa are uh, more complex than bacteria, but they're single cell organisms that act about the same way. And then yeast are single cell fungi that can also infect us, act like uh, other organisms, like candida in the gut is a yeast. You talked a lot about cell health. Like how do you, is there an easy way to test our levels or what we should be looking for? Or is it like you said, what symptoms are you having? That's it. Symptoms. That's the big thing, right? And I'm always like, okay, give me an antibiotic. (laughs) I know, I am too. Right, so so, uh, we always turn to the lab test, but your body is always talking to you. And, you know, it's, it's really just being aware Symptoms come and go, right? We all get things, they hang around for a while, they they get away, they go away. You know, Mm -hmm. you step wrong on your ankle or whatever. So that cellular concept extends into into healing. We use that word healing all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody knows that we talk about healing, but I ask people, I ask physicians, I ask people, what is healing? And it's kind of like, well, it's the body repairing itself. Specifically, it's cells repairing themselves, all right? So symptoms are stressed cells. Take the stress away and and cells can recover from injury. They can repair internal damage and regenerate new cells. So when you work with a client, they come to you and you... How, how, how does it work? You say, okay, give me your symptoms. What blood work do you do? How do you decide what herbs they take? Are you taking, is it Chinese herbs? Is it, you know, like kind of what, what is the, the world? Yeah, the protocol. So working with a individual, uh, you know, I ended up moving away from a in office practice to online practice in that way that I could uh, talk to people all over the country and all over the world. And I don't really use medications with that. So it's more like really high-level health coaching. But I I spend an hour going through the patient's history to start looking for why they're sick. You know, know, in in a conventional system, we're bypassing all that. We go straight to what are your symptoms? Let's do the diagnostic test. Let's find your diagnosis so we can put you on the drugs and that either block the symptoms or slow those processes. But people don't get well. 60% of our population is suffering from a chronic illness. 60%. That's pretty darn high. You see people all over the world internationally. What do you... What do you see people really struggling with? I know COVID, but what are their symptoms that they're really having difficulties with right now? You know, I think everybody is struggling with a wide range of things. And some of it is just a factor of environment and some of it is self-imposed. So when you ask that question, what causes cellular stress? It's uh, it's it's easier to define than you might think. And it's really only five categories of things. So top thing is uh, what we eat, uh, nourishment. And, you know, we're actually getting plenty of vitamins and minerals and that sort of thing. But what we are, but, but it, it, it's our problems in our modern diet are excess. Our bodies, mm-hmm. our cells just aren't built for the amount of carbohydrate and fat and the types of fats that people are eating in refined foods 
killing ourselves. It's just toxic. Well, look at the keto diet. I mean, think about how much fat with the keto diet, they're like, yeah, I'm not, I mean, I I can't even imagine what that is doing to your body. I mean, we talk about like the different ways that you eat, but that's so prevalent right now. I feel like every friend of ours is on the keto diet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a reaction to the high carb diet. And I think it's a step in the right direction. But it tends to put people eating a lot of animal fat. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's all about programming. For several hundred thousand years, humans ate a foraged food diet. And that foraged food diet was very low in calories. They ate a lot of plant matter, about two-thirds plant matter to one-third animal. But the animals didn't have any fat on them. I mean, it was small Mm -hmm. animals that, that, that spent their life running away from things. So they, they didn't sit in a field eating uh, grass. Our cells are designed to run lean. And what's missing in our diet is the vegetable component. People just aren't eating enough vegetables. So that's huge. So, so diet is one category. Uh, toxic substances, we're just exposed to hundreds of thousands of chemicals mm-hmm. that are mostly petroleum-derived that weren't in the environment 100 years ago. A lot of people will have mold issues because of mold inside their homes. So toxic environment, and that includes all this electromagnetic radiation that we're around, and we've got that to deal with. Third is emotional stress or mental stress. We are just pushing that stress button with schedules and deadlines and everything that keeps us from sleeping like we should and in my case, you know, this lack of sleep was the thing that propelled my illness. Fourth is uh, physical factors, and that extends from everything from trauma or just excessive physical stress, which we don't see as much of today, to just being sedentary. And the big thing with ex- exercise is moving blood. That is more the most important aspect of being physically active. It moves blood. And when you move blood, You flush out debris and congestion around your cells and let your cells breathe and get nutrients and purge waste. It's really important. And then the fifth category, the wild card, the big one, the microbes. And it turns out that we are exposed to things our entire life. We start picking things up when we are first born and we start picking things up that we keep. Uh, when we start stuffing things in our mouths when we're babies. So every time we get bitten by a tick, mosquito, any biting insect, or pretty much anything else, you get microbes. And where my study is taking me is that these things don't necessarily go away after the symptoms are gone. And that's becoming evident with long COVID. We keep things. We keep things in our system. And we keep, and all of these things, the bacteria, the viruses, the protozoa, they end up inside the cells of our body. So years ago, when I was in medical school, it was thought that the microbes, what were, well, you know, have you heard the term microbiome? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it talks about all the microbes. And we have microbes in our gut and microbes in our skin, but technically they're not really inside of us, Right. They're not in our tissues, but it turns out it's looking like we do have very low concentrations of, of lots of different kinds of microbes, and they actually live inside our cells. And when our when a bacteria like the Lyme microbes and many others, here we're just scratching the surface of what we actually know, when they enter the cell, they become a different form. So they almost become like a virus. It's kind of weird. And the research that I'm reading now is suggesting that a lot of our cells actually have a symbiotic relationship with some of these microbes. And that balance is really critical and it's influenced by all these other things. So eat a bad diet, expose yourself to toxins all the time. You don't get enough sleep, you disrupt that balance. And then the microbes start becoming active. Sounds kind of like science fiction. There's still a lot to be proven, but that's where the research is heading. And it's really fascinating to start looking at this stuff. 
Does anyone else just feel bloated from the summer? I don't know if it's because it was so hot, we just felt more swollen, or maybe it's because we were in less clothes or more self-conscious about the way we feel and look. We're not wearing jeans and trying on jeans and they're not too tight. They're really tight. Whatever it might be, I'll tell you one thing. I'll let you in on one little secret that's been saving me these past few months. Array. That's it. That's my little secret. A-R-R-A-E. But in all seriousness, their bloat capsule is a miracle worker. This five herb and one fruit-based digestive enzyme targets bloat so you feel relief quickly. And it addresses all the possible causes of bloat because that's the thing we don't realize. Bloating can take many forms. So in doing so, Array helps with heartburn, food breakdown, gas prevention. So what I do is I take two or sometimes even three capsules after a meal, and it really does work right away. I talk about this a lot, but it doesn't even matter what you eat. This isn't about waiting to take Array when you just had that one big slice of pizza. There's so many foods, healthy ones included, that can still bloat you. And trust me, they do. They're completely designed to take as needed. Let's go into some nitty-gritty details that I think you guys would want to know. They're laxative-free, non-habit-forming, vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free, filler-free, nut-free, and cruelty-free. Yep, that's right. I can say all six ingredients on the back of the label because they're all natural. Bromelain, ginger root, lemon balm, dandelion root, peppermint, and last but not least, slippery elm. That's it. You guys, I'm telling you, it's amazing. Go to array.com, that's A-R-R-A-E.com, and use code LIPSTICK at checkout for 15% off one-time purchases or 25% off first month on subscription. So I just spent several years building a house from the ground up. For those of you who haven't experienced that type of project before, let me tell you something. It is a large feat, my friends. But the thing I'll tell you about that when it's done, it's really, really satisfying. And we designed it just the way we wanted it, which is the beauty of taking the time to do what we did. So let me get into a bit about the design inspiration. Wanted to feel rustic but polished, cozy, warm, and friendly, but still feel like an adult house where kids can play and have fun. I'm super into interiors, and when we were designing the house, I really got into home decor and making sure it all looked just the way we really, really wanted it. Not just for now, but also in the future. For those of you who are looking and love that home rustic decor like I do, get excited because Macy's has curated an incredible shop as part of their Own Your Style section on their site. I love that they do these, and this one is no exception. There's just something about rustic style that sounds soothing. I want to take you through some of the things I'm really loving at the moment. And by the way, even if you don't have a house, rustic decor looks great in an apartment, so don't feel too limited by that. Okay, Brand Home Essentials makes a really chic jug with a raffia handle, great for using as a water pitcher, for wine, for flowers, for the center of the table. It's really versatile, and I love that this comes in a soft oatmeal color. The brand Oak makes so many things, O-A-K-E. I love their chunky knit pillows, their bamboo salad servers, and a green dinnerware set you can never go wrong with. You know what? You guys just need to take a look for yourselves. You're welcome. Happy shopping. Head on over to Macy's, M-A-C-Y-S dot com slash own your style. That's Macy's dot com slash own your style. So give us a little bit of a herbs 101 because people like myself know that they're good for you to take, but we don't know what to take and why to take it. What should we be taking? What kind of herbs? Yeah. When you start thinking about cells and us as living cells, it makes understanding herbs a little bit easier. So traditionally, we, you know, if you look at traditional forms of medicine, like traditional Chinese herbal medicine, you find that it's observational. It was pre-science. So they didn't know about cells. They didn't know about microbiology. They didn't know about biochemistry. But they observed that, you know, you give herbs to people with certain symptoms and they actually benefit. And that's how our traditions evolved. What I'm doing now is looking at how the chemistry of the herb actually affects our cells. And that's really fascinating. So herbs are plants, of course, but herbs are wild plants, which separates them from our food plants. We've been cultivating our food plants so long that they're bred to produce calories. 
So when you go to herbs, you're talking about a wild plant that doesn't have much in the way of calories. You'd starve if you ate herbs in your diet to stay alive. So, but what you're getting is the chemistry of the herb. So it's been said that plants are the most sophisticated chemist on the planet, that they solve problems with chemistry. So plants are putting out all these robust chemicals to solve problems, to protect their cells from free radicals, from toxic substances, from radiation, from glucose, too much carbohydrate, all of these things, and especially from a very wide range of microbes. So every time you take an herb, you're getting hundreds of different chemicals from the plant that are actually protecting our cells. And that is the main way that they work. Different plants have different stress factors in different environments. So you get a slight different chemistry with different herbs. So when you combine herbs to get that synergy, when you blend them together, you get something pretty interesting that uh, can cover a lot of bases as far as protecting ourselves from microbes and all the other stress factors that I just mentioned. So that's the difference in herbs and drugs. Herbs are going to be protective. They are going to promote healing. Drugs are artificially blocking symptoms or blocking processes of illness, but they don't do anything to protect cells or reduce cellular stress. Herbs are specifically reducing cellular stress, which promotes healing. So the herbs take a while. You know, it took a long time for me to get my health back because it, uh, you know, that healing had to take place, which was really, uh, really pretty cool that to look at it that way. But herbs also have other chemicals inside signaling agents. So plants have, their cells have to communicate. So there's signaling agents within the plant that are very much like our hormones and neurotransmitters. So some herbs you take may have a stimulating effect, like caffeine that every one of us do just about every day <laughs> is a phytochemical from a plant that carries a chemical message between cells. So when we do it, we're, it's, it's activating our adrenaline system and, and, and stimulating us. Other herbs like passionflower have sedative properties, but they all have these protective properties that are really good for our cells. So there's some herbs that I call daily herbs that really don't have any drug-like effects. They're not sedative. They're not stimulating. They really, you know, you take them and you don't feel an effect from them. But they're protecting your cells. So they really just, they enhance wellness at the cellular level because they are protecting your cells from all these stress factors. So whatever you're doing to improve your diet, live in a clean environment, all of these things, the, the herbs are going to compound that. The herbs are going to make whatever you're doing 100% better. And what are some of those daily herbs that people can take? There are lots of them out there. One of my favorites is rhodiola. That's a nice one. I used to take rhodiola before we went on ski trips out in Utah, you know, my kids would drag me up from <laughs> sea level where we live to 11,000 feet the next day. And I read that rhodiola actually increases oxygenation in tissues and was used traditionally for uh, when, when workers had to go and work at high altitudes. So I started taking it. It's from Siberia, but we found that it also glow, grows in the Appalachian Mountains of North America. So you have a lot of plants that are related that grow all over the world, which is is uh, pretty neat that, you know, there's so many things that are around us. So rhodiola is good for adapting to stresses, physical stresses, mental stress, protects your cells, so it protects your organs, increases oxygenation of tissues. So it's just a wonderful herb. Mildly stimulating kind of gets you going, but not like caffeine. So it won't, you know, it won't make you jittery. I, I need rhodiola. I need I need some rhodiola right now. <laughs> That's good stuff. I love rhodiola. I take it every day. So reishi mushroom. Now, you know, when we talk about herbs, we're talking about wild plants, but we kind of slide mushrooms in there too. And a lot of our medicinal mushrooms like reishi are really wonderful. It's an immune modulator. It helps balance our immune system. 
It has been studied in Japan for all the for having wonderful anti-cancer effects, protects organ systems, and it's considered an adaptogen. Both rhodiola and reishi are adaptogens. And what, what I mean by that is they help balance our central hormone pathways that help calm our stress hormones. So a little bit energizing, but stress calming. Really nice combination to keep you focused. You know what I feel like we truly can never get enough of? Pajamas. I mean, we wear them every day. Yes, sometimes I wear mine during the day, like today. I swear it's intentional. I actually really do love the way pajamas look as day wear. You can make them really, really chic, either with a matching set or mixing them up and making them just a little bit dressier. You guys are going to love this brand. I know I've talked about it a lot, but it's called Print Fresh. It's a woman-owned luxury sleepwear and lifestyle brand. I also love their size inclusivity. They have sizes ranging from extra small to 6X, which makes great for gift giving. They've also recently launched home decor. We're talking statement-making home decor and accessories that are full of personality. It feels like a really natural progression for them, and they get to utilize all their amazing prints, which we'll get to in a second. But before we do, with a new season around the corner, Print Fresh has fall-inspired pajamas and robes perfect for getting extra cozy for bedtime and weekends alike. Their site, you guys definitely check it out. It's printfresh.com, has an amazing array of things right now. The Toadstool's Cami Nightgown, I know it's a little bit of an odd name, it's so good. I'm obsessed with the red mushroom print. They remind me of a little bit of Alice in Wonderland. Also the Saturday tea knit and blush. This is a great t-shirt that everyone needs. I love this baby pink color so much. There's nothing better than a buttery baby pink. Let's get into a little bit of the home decor because I could talk about pajamas all day long. The bedding, the shower curtains, the wallpaper, I don't know where to begin. Honestly, it's so good. I have to say the shower curtains are a really easy way to add print into your lives without a huge commitment. So if you just want to Dip your toes into this. It's a really good way to do it. You guys are going to love Print Fresh. Head on over to printfresh.com slash lipstick. That's P-R-I-N-T-F-R-E-S-H.com slash lipstick or use code lipstick for 15% off your first order. Turmeric. Everybody knows turmeric. That's what you get in curry. So in India, uh, people eat about a gram of turmeric in their curry every day. Uh, Despite overcrowding and pollution in India, they still have some of the lowest rates of Alzheimer's and cancer in the world felt to be related to turmeric. So really nice herb. Another one from India, go-to cola is a favorite of mine. Really good for brain health. All of these herbs can lower your blood sugar. All of these herbs have some antiviral and antibacterial properties, and they help balance the immune system. Milk thistle, everybody's got to do that one. Milk thistle, tell us why. It's a great herb. So milk thistle protects your liver. That's really important. You know, we talked about that load of toxins that people have all the time, right? So we're all getting toxins that we've never gotten before, and our liver takes a beating. I used to do, for for years, I did laparoscopy, surgeries that you look inside people's abdomen. And I always looked at people's liver, just kind of checking everything out. And I noticed that people in their 20s would have like a nice beefy red liver. By age 40 to 50, there there was a change that the liver was starting to take on this mottled yellow color. And what that is, is burning out liver cells and replacing them with fat cells. 25% of the population has fatty liver. So you really need your liver cells in our modern world with all the toxins that we're exposed to. And when you burn out your liver cells, you not only lose the ability to process toxins, so your body becomes more toxic. You can't get rid of toxins as well. You also lose the ability to manage cholesterol. So our cholesterol starts Mm -hmm. creeping up. And that's because, you know, we don't have the liver capacity to process it anymore. So it's, uh, so milk thistle has actually been found to re, to, to stimulate regeneration of liver cells. 
Uh, I've been taking milk thistle for about 15 years now. Found out recently my cholesterol is as good or better than when I was in my 40s. I'm taking, I'm going to take that. No, me too. I usually add an interesting herbal substance called shilajit to my list. This is an interesting substance that is from the Himalayas that's been revered for thousands of years as a uh, rejuvenator, something that can restore us. And what it is, is plant matter that's been fermented in the soil and it oozes from between behind rocks throughout the Himalayas. And I found out that it also, in northern climates like Alaska and Canada, they have their youth, traditional populations have been using it in those places too. Very interesting. Why it's valuable, why I added it to my list is because if you think about it, for hundreds of thousands of years, we ate on the ground and we got a lot of dirt and soil bacteria in our food. And we were getting substances called humic acid and fulvic acid that we really don't get much in, in our food or in herbs. And it turns out that that's really good for our GI health and a lot of other things. And so I felt like with the science behind it, it was really a nice substance to add for intestinal health. Terms of anxiety and sleep. So many people are taking things now, Xanax, Lexapro, Prozac. People are taking melatonin. I mean, not as much ambient, but what are, I mean, I know for my generation of moms and craziness, anxiety is at an all-time high, especially now with COVID, but also sleep. Can you just talk a little bit about, because everybody will turn to the traditional, you know, what kind of herbs can we take that are safe, that maybe not have the same exact effect, but are better for you? I think that's important to recognize that, you know, I have people ask me that all the time, you know, I'm taking these drugs what herbs can I use that are safer that can replace that? And, and it's what we all want. We all want that pill we can take at 10 o'clock at night, be sleep in 30 minutes, sleep all night for eight hours, feel great in the morning, not have any habituating effects, and then do it in the next night and the next night and the next night. When you look at herbs they are comparatively different. So what you're getting with a drug is a synthesized chemical. And a lot of times it comes from a plant source, but it's been synthesized in some way that potentiates it. So the drug, all drugs are single chemical agents that are specifically affecting enzymes, blocking enzymes, or affecting receptors that turn on or turn off things in the body. So they're very targeted, very select. You're just not going to find things in in nature like that very often because when you look at that, that kind of targeted effect, when you, they're, they're basically in anything more than a therapeutic dose, they become a poison. And you know that, you know, uh, acetaminophen, aspirin, uh, sleeping pills, any of these things, you take a bottle of them, you might not ever wake up again. So it's it's a very, very potent and specific effect. The downside of that is you it, it's disruptive to other things or for the sleep medications, re- unbelievably habituating. And I went that route out of desperation when I was dealing with chronic illness because I lost ability to sleep. And I can tell you, it's, it's just not a place you want to go. Mm-hmm. And I tried all the natural things. There are a lot of great herbs. Uh, for example, one you mentioned in the beginning uh, for stress, ashwagandha. It's just, it's an adaptogen. It's another one of those herbs you can take on a daily basis. It balances our stress hormones. But I pair it with L-theanine, which is an amino acid that you find in green tea that blocks exciting neurotransmitters in the brain. So it doesn't have a habituating effect, but also a couple of calming herbs of magnolia and a philodendron species. And that combination is just kind of magic for reducing stress without being sedative. So you can take it every day. Uh, Really great for hot flashes. I love that combination. Actually, that was the first product that I formulated that I put together and I used it for my patients. 
uh, for hot flashes. And even if I had to use estrogen to control their, their, their symptoms, always bioidentical estrogen, I wouldn't have to use as much because I could control a lot of the symptoms with that disruption of hormone pathways with these herbs. And it just made it so I could use fewer medications. Sleep, a lot of people do use melatonin. It has a mild effect. I think people, a lot of people are not using it appropriately. Other herbs that are really nice, uh, lemon balm, passion flower. A lot of people go to stronger things like valerian and kava. They do have a stronger effect. But when you, the more drug-like that you start using, the more, more potency that you add to it, the more side effects you're going to get. And so... But doctor, do you believe in NAD? Do you believe in NAD to kind of make your mitochondria healthier? Yes, you can use NAD to help a little bit, but it's, uh, it's a good way to talk about the difference between herbs and nutrients, Right. So NAD is a substance that our mitochondria use to generate energy. So it's a nutrient. So anything that cells use to function or mitochondria within the cells used to function are nutrients. So uh, NAD actually comes from a B vitamin called niacin. There are different forms of that. So vitamins, minerals, all of these things that we talk about are are things that cells use to function. So when you think about it, the cell can only use so much of that stuff. So if you load your cells with tons of NAD, it can only use so much of it. So there is a limitation. Mm -hmm. So it helps with some things, some, but it, it is especially beneficial when cells are stressed because cell, when cells are stressed, they use a lot more energy. They have to work harder. So you burn your mitochondria harder, but you're also burning out your mitochondria and loading your cells up with NAD helps a little bit to a certain point when someone is stressed, when they have illness or for other reasons stressed, but only to a certain point. Here's another thing, way to look at herbs. Herbs are reducing cellular stress. Herbs are blocking the stress factors so cells don't have to work as hard. They're not taxing their mitochondria, so they don't need as much NAD, which is a really interesting way to think about it. They don't need as much of any nutrients if they're not taxed as hard, if they're not having to push their mitochondria quite as hard. So it's an interesting way to look at herbs versus nutrients. I think they're both valuable, but... Thinking about the fact that herbs are reducing cellular stress and reducing demand for nutrients, I think has a potential to be really powerful. You know, going back to the sleep thing, the thing that ultimately helped my sleep the most was just taking the herbs continually, balancing my system, reducing cellular stress, and that's what got me back to where I needed to be. Everyone, just because I want to make sure everyone who's listening, can you have the Vita Plan. You have Rawls MD, so you also can take coaching. You can work with different people. You have cellular the cellular wellness solution that is out because I do think sometimes you 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 want to know like it's how much of this. It's so yeah. overwhelming. And there's how many vitamins do you take versus herbs do you take versus NAD yeah. versus you know and it's so I you know and, and I think and we're just I, yeah. on the tip of that. Yeah. So we ultimately started a company called The Vital Plan with the idea of bringing a high grade of quality, high grade product to the market, but also with a direction and education that people could count on. That's what you need. You have, I mean, you can buy the product, but like, how do you use the product? And again, right, you know, they're saying like, oh, don't buy this herb on this site because it's not, like you said, high grade enough. It's not powerful enough. So you know, this is what this podcast is all about, our wellness journey. Like, and again, herbs and the power of herbs can be really powerful, but at the same time, overwhelming. And that's why, you know, I love Vitaplan. I love what you're doing. We have a little bit of rapid fire because this is what we do on Lipstick on the Rim. Fill in the blank. Everyone should be doing more of. Uh, taking herbs. Everybody <laughs> should take herbs. Everyone should be doing less of. 
Uh, eating carbohydrates, it's just killing us. Favorite book of all time? Whatever one I'm reading, generally. <laughs> I, I read a lot of nonfiction just to keep up with everything going on in the world. One of the most interesting books I've read lately is called Sapiens. It's an interesting yeah, look at okay. human culture. Coffee or tea? Uh, black tea. I'm I'm a Southerner. I drink my tea every day. I just don't put as much sugar in it as I used to. What time do you go to sleep at night? I usually try to have it uh, on my way by 1030. I'm usually winding down for an hour or two before. And what time do you wake up? Uh, when the sun comes up. Most prized possession? Mm, well... Material things come and go, but I'll have to say for me right now, I built a little 14-foot skiff last year, <sighs> last fall that I use. We live on a creek, and I, I can buzz out to a barrier island and be on the beach in about 10 minutes, oh, and I load all my stuff in there and go out there. And you got to go see where the crawdads sing. Yeah. You're going to love it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. We always ask every guest before they go, if you could give advice to your 10-year-old self, what would it be? Oh, follow your intuition. Yeah, follow your intuition. Listen to what everything around you is trying to tell you. When I haven't, that's where I've run against walls. Dr. Rawls, you're amazing. Thank you so much. And thank you for everything you're doing with cellular wellness, with Lyme disease, with, you know, really kind of, it's like you said, not just taking the herb, but educating mm -hmm. of why you're doing it. And I think, you know, so much of what we're trying to do is just educate ourselves as moms, as parents, as friends, and not just always go to the antibiotic or the pill or just, it's like you said, there's nothing that fixes everything. There's no magic that. Yeah, it, it's true. You know, we've, we've had this thing called herbal medicine on the shelf for so long, and it's starting to come out and people are starting to recognize it. But from where I'm looking, you know, the amount of science that's going into understanding what the herbs are doing is the part that fascinates me. And I think that's opened up a whole new way of thinking about herbs and using herbs that we all should be adding that in our lives. You're amazing. Thank I'm you. gonna I'm gonna go to get the list. You guys get cellular wellness. Make sure and follow him on Instagram, Dr. Bill Rawls. You're amazing. And that is a wrap. That's a wrap. Oh, Miss Molly, Molly, Molly. I'm going to go get some herbs. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Amisha Gormley. We are always so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim, or my website where we just dive a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and much, much more on mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. A special thanks to my team, Elizabeth Hawfield, Schaefer Carrillo, Ken Ryan, and Anna Sessions and everyone at Dear Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.